We're here with another episode of Better Taiwan, where we discuss the impact of COVID-19 on people on this island and what we're doing to overcome these obstacles and difficulties. Today's topic is about face masks. On the 13th of April, Singapore's First Lady He Jing shared a news article on her Facebook page about Taiwan's commitment to donate 1 million masks to the 18 countries under its new southbound policy, which includes Singapore. He Jing's comment on the matter was simply, er? To which some were confused by the message she was conveying, while some were outright furious with her sarcastic tone, especially Taiwanese people. Taiwanese Facebook users flooded her page with criticism, which led to some heated exchanges between Taiwanese and Singaporeans online. He Jing has since then attached an addendum to her post, thanking Taiwan for its effort while encouraging solidarity. This incident goes to show that Taiwan obviously takes pride in its ability to not only supply its own people with surgical masks during the pandemic, but to have enough in excess for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs to donate 6 million masks to European and ASEAN countries starting on April the 1st. And the reason for Taiwan's success in amping up its mask production is that upon confirming its first COVID-19 case in late January, the country immediately opened new face mask production lines, established cooperative relationships with existing mask manufacturers, and started sending military personnel to help manufacture masks. Taiwan now produces more than 15 million masks daily and aims for 20 soon as the country vows to donate upwards of 10 million masks to countries around the world that are hardest hit by COVID-19. Today, we're speaking with one of the unsung heroes of Taiwan's surgical mask wonder, Chief Operating Officer of China Surgical Dressings, Mr. Jonathan Chang. Uh, first off, can you introduce yourself and a little bit about China Surgical Dressing? Okay. So um, my name is Jonathan Chang. Um, I'm the CEO of uh, China Surgical Dressings. Uh, in short, we call it CSD Zhongwei. Um, our company is established in 1947, and we're the first uh, medical device manufacturer in Taiwan at that time. And as the year progressed, uh, we we currently have more than 600 products, SKUs, including all the specs. Um, and we're considered as uh, one of the major players in Taiwan for medical uh, surgical dressings. Okay. Um, currently, our, our two core products is uh, medical face masks, which we have about 30 to 40% of the market here in Taiwan. And then another product is alcohol prep pads, which we own about 70 to 80% of the market here in Taiwan. Okay. Yes. Back in early February, um, fresh out of Lunar New Year, uh, Premier Su yeah. said that we are adding 60 mask production lines to our then current production capacity. Potentially, he said, making Taiwan the second biggest manufacturers of surgical masks. Now, yes. in March, Taiwan was making around to uh, about 10 million a day. How quickly did China Surgical Dressings learn about uh, how Taiwan is going to tackle COVID-19? Well, back in December of 2019, uh, we were actually already aware of this sort of, um, at that time, we thought it was a flu. Um, so at December, we already started preparing for uh, a potential um, kind of a small outbreak. That's what we assumed at that time. So in December, we already started prepping a lot of the raw materials. Um, we're ramping our protection just in case. Mm -hmm. 
and then um, also we we saw this potential outbreak because in January not only was there was there the election, uh, there was also Chinese New Year, so at that time we were ready for um, a potential of higher demand for face masks. So when January thirty first came along, when the um, the face masks were being uh, bought by the government. Um, we were able to provide them uh, two million, over two million face masks the first day. This is some of your own. stockpile as well, right? <clears throat> yeah, because during Chinese New Year, uh, it's actually the first time in the history that we actually did overtime during Chinese New Year. Five days out of the seven days, we did OT. So when the when the day actually came that the government needed it, we were able to provide them two hundred and seventeen million. Oh no, two. 2.1 million uh, face masks. Uh, that, uh, Mandarin, right? <laughs> I know sometimes yeah. it's hard <laughs> to translate the numbers. Okay, and that day exactly. is January 30th. Is that right? Uh, 31st. 31st, okay. Yeah, so so in our company, something that's a little bit unique um, is we only uh, turn on 70% of our production normally. Mm. We, we always leave 30% uh, for emergencies. Because in our industry, there's not just a, like a high season and a low season. There's also seasons like when there happen to be an outbreak. Um, that is going to go beyond what high season would normally have. So we keep it at 70% capacity. And then when needed, we use the other 30%. Mm. Um, the government has, I think the only word that's close <clears throat> in English is uh, expropriation. But to expropriate means you mm -hmm. take it for free, sort of, right? You have a kind of a relationship, yeah. working relationship with the Taiwanese government. Uh, how does it work? Mm -hmm. So right now, um, under the regulation is, however face masks, however many face masks we manufacture every day, we have to provide it to the government. Okay. Yeah, and they buy it from us. They buy it from us. So it's not for free. Okay. And, yeah. and the cost at which they buy it, it's obviously lower than <clears throat> normally, or it's the same? Um, for it, us, it's definitely lower than normally. Okay. Yeah. So right now, um, I would say uh, they buy from us around 2.5 to 3 NT per piece. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, normally, when I sell it, it's, it's well above that. Of course, that. yes. Um, and, and of course, during the market right now, I think the cheapest face mask you can get out of China is $3 RMB per piece. That's 15. That's difference. 15 NT, right? <laughs> essentially, yes. Yes, essentially. But but of course that kind of price I feel like it's a little bit it's a little bit too ugly. It, it is. For, it is. Know, yeah, it's a little So, yeah. uh how yeah. much is the government asking from you and how much were you making before? Okay. Um before we were making what well, else? I need to switch it to English. Before we we're making about yeah four hundred thousand per day, uh, roughly, and then the government is asking us of uh, six hundred thousand, but we're actually providing nine nine hundred thousand per day. We're running about twenty hours per day right oh now. Oh my gosh, really? And that's that's been like that since. Uh, after Chinese New Year. Actually, since before Chinese New Year, we've been running 20 hours a Because day. it was flu season, so you knew that you had to do that anyway. Yeah. We thought, we thought there was going to be a, yeah, a flu, flu epidemic. Didn't think it was going to be this bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. What about its impact on the company itself, on China's surgical dressings itself? Uh, you have to 
pretty much put on hold the production of a lot of your other products. You said you have almost 600 items that you usually make. Now you're focusing on, I think, only six of the different masks that you're mm -hmm. making in mass for Taiwan and for the world. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that maybe in the long run, if COVID-19 keeps running yeah. its course, it's going to affect the development of uh, CSD down the road? Um, it's already affecting it. How? <laughs> because right now, when when the face mask is our core product, and we've been known to have so many different colors and designs, and we have made our brand, um, we, our brand has been revolving around that. But right now, I have to basically stop my whole branding and my whole color and design face mask uh, for COVID-19. So in a way, my branding has started to diminish a little bit more that I like in, in the market and in the international market. Um, even even in early January, late December, I, I was in Berlin for a fashion week. And our fashion face mask has been on the runway show. And that was like the first step out of the many that I wanted to take to go into this international market. But now I have to put everything on hold. So the longer this lasts, of course, it's going to do some damage to my brand. But at the same time, that is not the priority for me right now. So I have to focus on what the society needs, what the world needs right now, to focus on that. Usually our face mask, um, we have been known to make uh, multiple colors, around like 30 different SKUs of colors and designs for face masks. But uh, that actually lowers my uh, output capacity. So during this uh, outbreak, we decided from a, a 30 different SKUs, we took it down to around 46 SKUs. So we were able to raise the output capacity by 10 to 15 percent. Um, so that that is something we just decided as soon as this became an issue. So back in January, we start we start implementing this. Um, and I feel like it is our social responsibility that that we need to do this. And and um, and and we did. And that's how we executed. But, yeah. but there there is one thing. Yeah, there is one thing that I feel like I want to take this time and say is I feel. Um, I wish the society can take a little bit more social responsibility as well. Um, I think I think the doctors, the nurses, the government, the manufacturers, uh, we're all doing what we can uh, to help out the society. The doctors are putting their lives at risk at some times to help the society. But when we have like a four-day weekend and we see all these people traveling and, and going places to have fun, like the hotels are booked like 90%. I mean, that is just, is that, I'm not mad about it. I'm more disappointed about it. Um, we're trying everything to do to help, everything we can to help the society be safe. But the society itself is not really taking on the responsibility to keep itself at bay. It's, it's, sometimes it's hard. You know, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. Like, I don't know what to say. That, that, that's a good bit to add to the end of this, uh, this whole yeah. thing is that, yes, uh, you... The medical um, and industry is trying so hard to keep this uh, this pandemic at bay from Taiwan. Uh, we like to see more from our own. So there you have it. It is a possibility that face masks could become a fashion statement for us in the future. In the meantime, Taiwan is fully equipped to supply itself and the world with enough to combat COVID-19. Given that you're willing to stay home as much as you can, exercise proper social distancing, and wash your hands regularly. Together, let's help to flatten the curve and prevent the further spread of the pandemic. This has been another episode of Better Taiwan. See you next week.